welcome to classical guitar around the world. There are guitar enthusiasts, and then there is Kevin Collins. Kevin has been called warm and entertaining by a New York Times music critic, as well as the American Segovia. Join us now for a journey through the world of classical guitar. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Good afternoon and welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. I'm Kevin Collins and I'm here today to talk about what it's like to be a classical guitarist. I didn't really pick this, it picked me. I started as a child, my father played the guitar and by the time I was five I had pretty much picked it up and copied everything he could do and it was a long time after that. Uh, I was lucky he brought home great books, and we played classical guitar music all the time. And uh, by the time I was 12, I had lessons. Uh, I went to the music store, and I had a wonderful guitar teacher. You remember, this is, this is back in the 60s, and uh, it, everything was new then. We didn't have the Internet. It was uh, passed on by word of mouth from person to person, if you... Uh, got a book in the store. It was a, a treasure. Um, my first encounter with the classical guitar, I was lucky to go to a, a summer camp nearby and uh, ran into a, a classical guitarist. His name was Dick Yates. And uh, it turns out he was a young teenager like me, um, probably 13, 14. And um, so uh, every day after lunch, Dick would sit me for sit with me for an hour and uh, and he would he would show me how to play this one piece which was my first piece the um, study in b minor by fernando soar now what's interesting about fernando soar is soar was a contemporary of beethoven he lived at the time of beethoven and he was known as the beethoven of the guitar and this also happened to be at the, uh, the advent of railroads in Europe. We don't think about it, but the railroads in Europe were built in a period of seven years. So in seven years, the world changed, probably the same as what it took for the world to change with the Internet. Um, it was virtually overnight. And this was the, the first time that a, a musician or anyone could be an international star. But they didn't have the media that we have. They didn't have they didn't have vinyl records. So it was more about how many concerts you could play in a year, or if you could get into a big enough hall, you know. Um, and with Fernando Soar, he could go anywhere. But um, it was an interesting fellow, Fernando Soar. Uh, Spanish, born and raised in England. Uh, his first opera was produced when he was 17. He um, wrote a lot of Italian opera arias, songs, and people would line up outside the music store to purchase the latest aria of Fernando Sor. He wrote a lot of piano music, operas, um, and a large body of classical guitar music, which is lucky for us because some of it is very playable and some of it is at the virtuoso level. Um, I was lucky to encounter the music of Fernando Sor when I was young. It, the first time I heard it was with a recorder on the melody and a guitar, and it just was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. 
Um, if I had my my microphone set up right now, I think I would play one for you. You've heard it before, but um, maybe later we'll play some Fernando Soar for you. Now, coming up in the uh, the middle section, uh, if uh, the gods are willing, we will have a visit with Nick Cutronio. Nick is a colleague of mine. He attended the Hart College of Music in West Hartford, Connecticut, where we studied classical guitar with Richard Provost. Uh, Richard Provost, Dick Provost, founded the guitar department at Hart. Uh, we had our 50th anniversary not too long ago. We had a um, a guitar orchestra of all alumnus, all, all terrific, great guitarists, playing a piece by our friend Andrew York. And with a little luck, we will be hearing a piece by Andrew York in the second section. And uh, the Hart Guitar Department uh, began in uh, 1968. Um, I attended in 1970. And... Uh, uh, great guitarists have come out of Hart for the last 50 years. We're known as ambassadors because Hart guitarists travel all over the world bringing the sound of the guitar and the name of the University of Hartford and the Hart School of Music to people everywhere. If you uh, Google Hart, H-A-R-T-T, guitar, you will see lots and lots of hits. Um, Dick has retired, God bless him, and the current head of the guitar and heart, harp, harp department is Chris Ladd. I look forward to having Chris on classical guitar around the world. Uh, Chris is a wonderful player, a very thoughtful teacher, and he happens to be a uh, something of a bodybuilder, but this is a radio show, so we won't get to see that, but uh, take my word for it. Uh, Chris is uh, quite an athletic player, and uh, so I can't wait to see Chris in here. So going to a conservatory, going to a con what is a conservatory? I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, if you read the books of uh, Sherlock Holmes, they always retire to the conservatory. But uh, we're not talking about uh, a, a room on the back of the house. We're talking about a, a music school. And there are two kinds of music schools. There's um, theory composition school, where you learn theory and composition. And then there's a conservatory. And a conservatory is where you concentrate entirely on your instrument. And um, I attended Hart from 70 to 73, uh, entering as a transfer student. And then I went off to the Aspen Music Festival, where I studied classical guitar with my maestro, my master, Oscar Gillia. Oscar was our guest on the first episode of Classical Guitar Around the World, Oscar and Elena, Elena Poppendrew. And uh, if you want to hear something fantastic, I please, please go through the archives and drop in on Elena and Oscar because they are just, what a p bunch of sweet, what a pair of sweeties, as we say in Texas. And so I went off to study with Oscar in Aspen. Um, Oscar is uh, the, carries the, 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 the torch, I would say, is the, pre is the predecessor to Andre Segovia. And you will hear a lot about Segovia on my show because um, 
He was uh, my master, and I carry on the uh, Segovia school, but I want to do it in a way that is new to you and um and so you can feel the way i do about about that music um it's constantly getting refreshed we are constantly getting new players and new composition what started in 1970 as a small program with four majors has turned into a 50-year program with students all over the world that was at the Hart school of music uh, when I was there, there were only 10 academic positions in the country, and now there are lots and lots of classical guitar departments in the United States and in Europe, for that matter. Um, so it's easy to say classical guitar is everywhere. It's, it's around the world. And that's, uh, that's where I want to go with this show. I want to explore the classical guitar around the world, not just the guitar itself, but I want you to, to join me to meet my friends, to meet the people who, who dedicate their lives to this, who are able to raise families as musicians. There's an oxymoron, a successful uh, guitarist. Um, when I was coming up, they advised me not to take a music degree and uh, because how would I get a job? Were there any jobs? Good question. Well, here I am. What year is this? 2021. That was uh, 1970. Do the math. Uh, it's 41 years. Okay, well, we're getting there. So I want you to get inside the head of some classical guitarists. You know, there's lots of, lots of resources for how to improve yourself, how to stay in focus, uh, how to... You know, you can buy how-to books all day long, but to meet somebody who actually has to do this every day to feed their family is a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. It's such a, it's such a pleasure to, to meet people who have made a life in music. I spent most of my uh, playing career in playing in restaurants. Um, people make their money around different things. I have friends who play in hospices and hospitals, uh, who play concerts, who tour the world, and I uh, happen to make my, uh, my money around food, as the case may be. And uh, so I had the opportunity to play uh, two concerts a night, a four-hour shift, seven days a week with a double on Sunday, a brunch, and it came out to about 350 concerts a year. Back in the time of Fernando Soar or, or Andre Segovia, uh, we didn't have MP3s. We didn't have the Internet. So the way you got heard was to play a lot of concerts. You did a, a nooner. We call them nooners. A matinee and then afternoon and then an evening show. Uh, it's a lot like being a musician in New York, if you're on Broadway, you do a matinee and then you do an evening show. You do two shows a day. And uh, there's lots of, lots of jokes about uh, people playing music. That I'll ha I'm, I'm, I'm dancing around this joke. I'll have to tell you, this is a, my favorite New York joke. So the, uh, the performers who uh, were in The Sound of Music on Broadway for all those years uh, had to do two or three shows a day. And they would they called it the sound of mucus. And uh, you have to understand it's M-U-C-I-S. It's uh, uh, a misspelling of the word music. So 
Um, in New York, they say, time to play some mucus. So there, I told my, I told my joke. Now, you can write to me and tell me what you think about it. Uh, this is Kevin at Classical Guitar Around the World or CGTAW, CGTAW.com. And please free, feel free to drop me a line or you can reach me on the uh, Voice America Classical Guitar Around the World webpage where you will find links to Facebook and Twitter and uh, to all the different places where you can find the music that you're hearing on this show and uh, to to see our uh, archives of past shows. I've had uh, a, just a wonderful group of guests. I'm, I'm having so much fun. Um, this is episode six, and it's just going to get better and better. So thanks for staying with me. And uh, But back to Fernando Sor. I think that's where we started. So Fernando Sor lived at the time of Beethoven when the uh, railroads were first built in Europe. So he had a, uh, a truly an international touring career. But he also had a job as a uh, military administrator. He came from a fa family of military uh, administrators. You know, it takes a lot of administrators to run the military. And he was in Spain, and he just happened to go to work for Napoleon. And as we know, Napoleon did not succeed in Spain, and poor Fernando Sor was exiled to Paris. Bummer. Stuck in Paris. Well, what can I say? That's, that's the guitar player's life for you. One of the things I, I want to do on this show is to demonstrate how classical guitar and, and the people who make it are making the world um, a better place for everyone. And I hope that, that you draw inspiration from the people and the, the music and that it, it helps you to, to think that there's a real a real uh, future in music and that it's going to inspire you to, to focus and make the world a better place, even in the simplest and most mundane jobs that you might have. Um, as uh, Martin Luther King said, uh, if you're sweeping a floor, you must do it with dignity. And, and I've always believed in the dignity that uh, Martin Luther King preached. And so as a guitarist, I play the guitar with, with the hope that I'm reaching people and inspiring them to be kinder and to focus on doing things that make the world a better place. Um, I often think about the story of the guitar. The, the guitar originated back at the 1400s, 1300s uh, in, in Spain. It, initially, it was a, a little stringed instrument, a little one-string violin made with a, a turtle shell, and, uh, and it was played like a violin that people would saw away on it. But uh, with the Catholic Church, you know, and the Catholic Church saw this as a pagan instrument, and so they banned it. And this is always a bad idea when you're dealing with guitarists, because as soon as you tell us not to do something— you can be sure that that's, that's what's going to happen with the full force of our being. And uh, anybody who knows me knows that that is indeed the case. 
When they told me I couldn't build a music school, I said, we'll see. So here we are. And uh, I'm going to uh, take a break now. And with a little luck, we'll be listening to Nick Cutronio, who has just released his CD, Emergence. Nick is a as a Connecticut guitarist, he's a graduate of the Hart School of Music, and uh, we had the same teacher, and we love telling stories uh, about Hart um, playing in the guitar orchestra with 50 of my of my fellow graduates from Hart. I think was one of the great great episode, uh, events of my career. Um, not just to to be there playing on the stage, but to to spend the weekend with my friends who I, I now I see on Facebook all the time. So it's uh, it's not a it's not over. It's the community is out there constantly. Uh, I I love reaching out to these people because they always have kind words to say. Um, if, uh, if I'm not going to tell you a story about, never mind. But yeah. These are great people. Anybody who dedicates themselves in that way to the guitar is is lucky, and we're lucky to have them. So um, I'm going to go to break in a few in a few seconds, and uh, we'll be uh, hopefully listening to uh, Nick Cutronio, a Connecticut guitarist. Uh, Nick was a classmate of mine at Hart, well, a few years out, but uh, uh, sweet guy, and you're just going to love it. So I hope you uh, stick with us and come back uh, after the commercial break. And we will have some more classical guitar around the world. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Join Chris Epting every week for the moment. Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. To find out more about the program, visit our website at classicalguitarworld.com. That's classicalguitarworld.com. Now, back to the show. 
Sweet. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How did you survive the COVID? Uh, we did pretty well. We did fairly okay. We're, we're hanging on that. We, we managed to, to buy a house in this crazy market and not overpay or not do concessions. So that was good. That's pretty good for a guitar player. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm, so you've got a nice life as a guitarist. Uh, what kind of things are you working on now? Uh, I released an album called Emergence, which was actually <laughs> seven years in the making. Maybe like maybe like a month and then a lot of procrastination in between. Uh, it's out on Spotify and Apple Music, Amazon Music. You can also buy a physical copy for those who still appreciate CDs. Most people don't appreciate or maybe they do appreciate how much work goes into just a little project like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about Emergence and tell us what to expect? Yeah, Emergence is written by Andrew York. It's a really interesting piece, very much influenced by the fingerstyle guitarists of the 80s, like Michael Hedges. It's got that sort of sound to it. You know, what's really interesting, I think, about that piece is that it opens up with this very slow four-part chorale. But what's really cool is that about the last two-thirds of the piece, um, and he does this wonderful thing where he does just a complete reprise of that melody, um, but using the guitar gymnastics while maintaining this very lyrical melody on top. Let's give that a listen now. This is Kevin Collins on Voice America, classical guitar around the world. I'm talking to Nick Tronio, and this is Emergence by Andrew York. We'll be right back. <laughs>
that was Emergence, played by Nick Cutronio. And we're here on classical guitar around the world on Voice America Variety. We're looking to the summer, Nick. Got some stuff coming up? Yeah, so I have my first low-key concert at the end of August. That's in Connecticut at the Marlboro Art Center. That's a nice and venue. Yeah, I enjoy doing performances outside. I think it's just a nice atmosphere. What kind of audience do you have? I don't I don't know what to expect for this first one because it's my first concert not on a computer. For the past year, I've done performances, live streams, or so I'm, I don't know what to expect. I'm just so thrilled to be able to do an in-person concert, just chopping at the bits. <laughs> Excellent. So what's your online community like? You're on Twitch? Yeah, so Twitch is an online streaming platform, much like YouTube Live is or Facebook Live. It got its name sort of how all these live platforms do, which is just people streaming gameplay of video games that they would do. But there's a music community on there as well. And the music community can be anybody from folksy singer songwritery sort of person who plays. It could be someone who's doing live mixing, it could be someone who's doing live composing. Back in 2019, I decided to start live streaming because I saw a friend at the end of 2018 who was kind of live streaming their practice sessions. Well, not kind of, that's what he was doing. Mm -hmm. but, what it, but the idea was, is that it was sort of the fly on the wall. You kind of got a sense of, you know, we were demystifying the veil of what goes into a performance, right? And so the idea is this is really what we do, sort of demystifying and bringing things a little bit down to earth. It's like, it's just a whole bunch of hard work. And that's what we do. Um, in 2019, I decided as an experiment to do daily live streams of my practice sessions. And so I've been doing that since January 2019. And um, the community there is really great. It's a very supportive community. And since then, COVID kind of exploded the whole live streaming thing because performers and artists didn't have a means to share their music and their art. So they would do it via live stream. So along the way, tons of classical guitarists found out about Twitch. Lots of them are streaming on there one way or another. A lot of them are practicing. Some of them do, you know, performances on there. But what's really great is the interactive community. There are people that are really appreciative of what we do on there. And it's been great. Lots of amateur musicians, amateur guitar players, people who are just looking to learn. Um, people who are looking to improve or just sort of be in that environment of seeing that what they might struggle with when practicing isn't because of them. These are things that we all experience. To me, that's a big thing is not feeling like you're alone when you're encountering some kind of struggle when you practice, but rather that we all go through this. We all have issues that we have to deal with. It's not an unusual thing to experience. Here's another track from Nick Cutonio's Emergence CD. This is Capriccio Diabolico by Mario Castel Nuevo Tedesco. I will see you right on the other side. There you go.
Welcome back. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. I'm talking to Nick Cutronio. Nick is a Connecticut guitarist, and you can uh, find Nick on nickcutronio.com, and his link is on the Voice America webpage. So please give him a listen, and now we're going to get back to Nick. I've been thinking about where we come from. We come from the Segovia School. All the repertoire that we play is straight-ahead Segovia repertoire, and then uh, some very interesting modern pieces. How do you feel about playing straight-ahead Segovia repertoire? Yeah, I try and, you know, this has been a thing that I have been contemplating and figuring out. It's kind of like a band that had some really big hits. So when you're going to a community that is... um, appreciating of the guitar, but might not be so well-versed in the more esoteric music that we play. You know, I think it's great to play some of the standard Segovia rap, get Leanda in there. Uh, I think that there's a reason why that music resonates with everybody. Carrying the Segovia torch, because I'm a Segovia student, what a good student does is he carries on the work of his teacher and then extends it. So I'm always looking to extend the tradition and to find new ways of uh, expanding the envelope without stepping too far outside. A lot of that is the playing of Bach on the guitar. That was another of Segovia's great contributions was the playing of Bach on the guitar. And looking at your CD, I'm looking at your Bach program. It's uh, that's quite a, a, a nice suite. First cello suite. It's one that Segovia didn't play, so I guess he left some room for the rest <laughs> of us to, uh, to stretch out on that. But it's also a very well-known piece. So how did you approach the first cello suite to make it guitaristic, but to keep it within uh, the tradition. Yeah. So um, for me and what I wanted to do with the cello suites, I felt like the typical arrangements of it in, you know, D major is the typical key that the guitarist played. And it didn't match what I wanted to do interpretively with it. And so I was looking for that cello lyricism and richness of the cello that I always really enjoy when listening to cello music. Would you like to talk us into the piece? This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Variety Network. Bring this in, Nick. Yeah, so this is going to be the prelude from the first cello suite. I hope you all enjoy it.
thank you for listening. This is Nick Hutronio, Connecticut guitarist, talking about his new CD, Emergence. You can find Nick on Spotify and many other platforms. Please stay tuned for another segment of Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. Be right back. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. To find out more about the program, visit our website at ClassicalGuitarWorld.com. That's ClassicalGuitarWorld.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins coming to you live from Amherst, Massachusetts. It's a beautiful day at Camp Amherst. And I'm sitting here at the Amherst Red Barn Music School. Feel free to visit us online at redbarnmusic.com. Uh, school's going to be back in session before long. We're starting to see our old friends coming in live. And I uh, can't wait. It's just going to be... The Roaring Twenties all over again. In the first segment, I talked a lot about Fernando Sor, the Beethoven of the guitar, and now I have my guitar up and ready, so I'm going to play a little bit of uh, Fernando Sor for you. Um, this is uh, a piece from the Segovia Sor method book. This is uh, a standard book that uh, Andre Segovia, the uh, Einstein of the guitar, we, we call him, um, published. And it's a, it's a book of 20 studies by Fernando Sor. Um, when you study Sor, it's more like 
orchestration, hearing the different instruments and uh, the voices. He wrote a lot of piano music, a lot of um, Italian arias. So there's singing and there's piano and there's orchestration. It's just it's just a wonderful world. Um, and uh, this is um, this is my first real real piece that. Um, the guitarist Dick Yates, when we were young teenagers, sat with me every day after lunch for an hour and uh, showed me how to play this. And after that, I went on, got a teacher, and the rest is history. So I'm going to play a, a study from the SOAR, Segovia SOAR study book. Uh, this is uh, known among classical guitarists as SOAR study number five in B minor. So if you uh, run into a classical guitarist and you want to ask him to play something that's uh, really nice and that probably everybody plays, ask him if they can play SOAR study number five. Here we go, number five. Take it away. Soar study number five in B minor by Fernando Soar, as played by Andre Segovia. 
You'll hear me talk about Andre Segovia a lot on this show, and even though he's uh, an old-timer from around, well, he was born around 1909 and, you know, had his heyday in the 40s and 50s, um, he left us with an enormous, enormous legacy. Um, 300 major works for guitar. He established the guitar in conservatories, uh, made it into a, a real instrument, not a folk instrument. Um, he played hundreds and hundreds of concerts, um, made lots of records, and you can still buy his music on Amazon, of all places. And uh, so Segovia was uh, uh, a Spanish. He came from that little area in Spain that uh, Picasso came from, that uh, Pablo Casals came from, just that little reason, region in Catalonia. He was a Catalan, but he was a citizen of the world. Uh, one of the things that Segovia left us with was um, people would compose music for him, great composers, um, so he attracted a lot of uh, wonderful repertoire to the guitar. Uh, one of the great legacies is the music of Hector Villalobos, the Bach of South America. Villalobos is a Brazilian composer, uh, left us with 200 works, symphonies, chamber music, piano, and he wrote uh, some guitar music. And um, Villa Lobos was himself something of a guitarist. He could play his guitar music slowly, but he could he could play play through it. And uh, some of it is at the very highest level. You would call it uh, graduate or postgraduate level music. Um, there is one piece that every guitarist plays. They may not admit that they play it because it's perhaps the stairway to heaven of classical guitar. But um, this is a prelude by Hector Villalobos. Uh, this was my first piece when I started with uh, my teacher, Richard Provost, at heart. And uh, maybe it's everybody's first piece, I don't know. But I'm going to play this for you now. This is a prelude in E minor, and it's by Hector Villalobos. Prelude, prelude one. This is Kevin Collins on Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Variety Network. I'll be right back.
Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins. That was uh, Prelude Number no. 1 by Hitor Villalobos, the Bach of South America. A lot of what we play on the guitar is the music of Segovia. So um, as Segovia student, it's, uh, my life's mission has been to carry on his legacy and to play play that music in a way that's new and fresh. Uh, and hopefully if uh, if you're a classical guitarist and you hear something that I play or, or uh, that uh, I, I play on the air for you, you'll hear it in a new way and, and think of it in a new way, as though you've never heard it before. Most of the listeners on this, uh, on this station uh, have never heard this music before. And so I want to welcome you and make you feel that this is something that uh, it's not, well, it's not academic, it's, it's guitar music. That's the way I think about it. I'm going to uh, play one more little piece by Fernando Sor. This is uh, Sor Study Number 2, and, uh, um, and then we're going to wind up. Here we go. Two, three, four. This is the music of Fernando Sor, the Beethoven of the guitar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. Please visit us at classicalguitarworld.com and uh, please join me again next week as we're talking to more classical guitarists around the world and introducing you to some of the most beautiful re music ever written. And uh, I hope you'll join us and visit some of the uh, links on the page and this is uh, the Voice America Variety Network I'm Kevin Collins this is Classical Guitar Around the World see you next week Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Classical Guitar Around the World Kevin Collins and another one of his amazing guests will continue our discussion next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Won't you join us then?